Welcome back to the Bosque County Blast. I'm Cynthia Davis. And I'm Art Devitalis. Today, we'll take a look at a local business owner that's been crafting leather for more than 25 years. We also have a sports wrap-up from across the county, your local arrest report, and our coverage of the recent National Championship Barbecue Cook-Off event held Saturday night in Meridian. You're listening to the Bosque County Blast. For our lead story today, we talked to Doug and Marianne Davis of Meridian Saddle and Leatherwork. Mary Ann Davis. And I'm Doug Davis. Right. This is Meridian Saddle and Leather Work, Meridian, Texas. <laughs> well, I do the books mm-hmm. and a little bit of promotion on the Facebook, mm-hmm. but Doug's the saddle maker. Yeah, and, and, and I've been building saddles for about 25 years or so. A lot of other leather projects that accompanied that. The time that we had at our previous location in Oregon, the shop was located on our farm and mm-hmm. I didn't have a store. It's been really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the community's been good. You know, they bring in repair projects, they bring in their requests for new projects, holsters, belts, mm-hmm. the, all kinds of leather goods. Previously, I didn't do a lot of that because I focused on building saddles. Mm-hmm. If it has anything to do with the horse, eventually it's going to break. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just the nature of it. So when we opened up, we opened up last year, October 4th was our opening day mm-hmm. on a Friday. and. By late afternoon on Saturday, when I was getting ready to close up, I had saddles scattered across the floor in here. There there were a dozen or more saddles that came in just in a 24-hour period. So what all does the shop offer? I don't do boots, and I don't do garments. But if it has to do with horse tack or cowboy gear, shafts, leggings. Starting in October, we're going to take pictures and that of our products Mm -hmm. and put them out. We're hopeful that it'll be good and I'm sure it is. So we're actually gonna offer a holiday special and for the month of October, we're gonna offer 10% off on things that that we make here in the shop for people if they wanna come in and order something for a gift idea or. Some of the suggestions is we have wallets Mm -hmm. And we also have vases, and we have notebook portfolios and that. So it's not just saddles and belts. belts. We do lots of belts, uh, holsters, knife sheaths. I had a a gentleman back in Oregon that helped me build my first saddle, Mm -hmm. and he was an amazing artist. Gene really inspired me uh, and instantly told me he wasn't interested in being of additional help further. (laughs) So it was pretty much buying the books studying some of the people that were well known in the leather trades and practice. He's even got a 1911 industrial leather stitcher where a needle punches a hole and another hook comes up from beneath to loop thread through. I've got one machine here that was made in 1911 and it's actually able to put a stitch through one inch thick leather. Presser foot will raise up you get the flywheel going with this, make sure your fingers are out of the way. Okay. And it will, it will sew multiple pieces of leather up to about an inch in thickness. Um, and it doesn't slow down. It's real serious about what it does. It has an awl that goes down and punches a hole, and then a needle that comes up from underneath that has a hook on it, and it grabs a thread and pulls it back down. It's amazing that these guys could design this kinds of stuff 
This is industrial revolution stuff. It was once pedaled by foot in bicycle fashion, but Doug motorized the stitcher. The machine is considerably louder than other sewing machines, but operates with a flywheel and clutch foot operated by the user. The couple continues to work with the ranching and rodeo crowd to this day, though now from downtown Meridian. For quality leather in the form of saddles, she's tack, mug holders, bindings for notebooks, and much more. Visit at Meridian Leather and Saddle Works on Facebook. Howdy listeners, this is Steve Conrad at Clifton Feed in Clifton. This message is for all cattle producers in Bosque and surrounding counties. This week only, Clifton Feed is offering our annual winter feed booking. Here's how it works. Cattle producers have the opportunity to lock in their winter supplement costs by selecting the product that fits their program and letting us know how much they will need. We can quote a firm price that will last from October 1st of this fall until March 31st of next spring. This is a great way for producers to plan their feed budget for this winter using a set price. Following are some of the products that will be offered on the booking. Range cubes, Creek Pea, Accuration Range Liquid 3210, our most popular liquid supplement, Accuration High Fat Tubs, Cattle Starter Products, and the new High Fat 28% Pro Vendor Range Cube. Friday, October 2nd, to book your winter feed on this program. Call or come by the store and we'll get you fixed up. We look forward to seeing you this week at Clifton Feed. To the news desk. Through a USDA waiver and approval of the Clifton ISD School Board, All students are now eligible there to receive free lunches daily through the end of the fall semester. Breakfast continues for free for all students as well. Extra items like snacks will be sold at regular price. Contact the school for more information. The Pink Out football game has been set for Friday, October 16, 2020. Pink Out shirts are on sale now by visiting meridianisd.org. Order forms and payments are due by Friday, October 2nd. The Jacket Backers' first meeting of the year will be held today at 6 p.m. Visit the high school cafeteria at Meridian ISD to be part of the organization that supports both athletics and academics for 6th through 12th grade students. Clifton ISD will host homecoming Friday, October 9th. The Clifton Homecoming Parade will be held Wednesday, October 7th. Those interested in participating must be entered Tuesday, October 6th. Lineup begins at 6 p.m. in the visitor's parking lot at Cub Stadium. Groups and teams must maintain social distancing guidelines. This year's parade will not feature the usual candy toss to the crowd. Entry forms must be turned in to the school office and can be found at cliftonisd.org. Both Walnut Springs and Cranfills Gap are celebrating homecoming this week. Visit CranfillsGapISD.net and WalnutSpringsISD.net for more information on Spirit Week and listen in Thursday for the matchups on Friday. Play Stacks is your pro guide for Lake Whitney. Having grown up fishing the lake, he knows the waters like the back of his hand. My name's Clay Stacks. I'm Clay's Guide Service. I work out of Uncle Gus's Marina. 
one pro staff here. I'm mainly a striper guy, but I also run blue cat trips in the wintertime. From striper fishing to blue catfish to everything in between, Clay has you covered. Don't have a boat? Don't know how to clean a fish? Don't have a problem. I got a 24 foot Blazer Bay boat, brand new boat. Fish six people, real comfortable. I've been a full-time guy for four years. I've been fishing this lake for 25 years. I've actually been fishing this lake my whole life. My dad used to bring me fishing here when I was a kid. I've been fishing here a long time. Learned from some of the best guys on the lake. I just have a passion for fishing. I fish on my days off, so I love what I do. This is a one-stop shop right here at Uncle Gus's. You can come and hire the best guides on the lake. You can get the best accommodations, the best food. It's all right here. You can bring your own boat. You can fish with a guide one day and then take your boat out the next day. You can stay right here and do it all. It's the perfect place. Give them a call at 254-485-1271 or shoot them a text. For more news and some of the biggest catches around, visit claysguideservice.org. Moving to your local arrest report. The Clifton Police Department arrested a 46-year-old Clifton man Friday, September 18th. Racy Bodeford was charged with possession of a controlled substance, PG-1, between 1 and 4 grams. The Bosque County Sheriff's Office detained a 34-year-old Houston woman Friday, September 18th. Gianna Kennedy was charged with possession of marijuana under 2 ounces. The Meridian Police Department detained a 20-year-old Meridian man Saturday, September 19th. Quentin Chavez was charged with criminal trespassing, burglary of a habitation, and unauthorized use of a motor vehicle. Law enforcement agents from the Bosque County Sheriff's Office arrested a 32-year-old Stephenville man Monday, September 21st. John Zuniga was charged with criminal non-support and illegal dumping. Clifton Police detained a 41-year-old Clifton man Monday, September 21st. Juan Bermudez was charged with aggravated assault resulting in serious bodily injury. The Bosque County Sheriff's Office arrested a 29-year-old Clifton man Wednesday, September 23rd. Cody McPeak was charged with failure to appear on a charge of credit card abuse. The Department of Public Safety detained a 35-year-old McGregor man Wednesday, September 23rd. He was wanted out of McLennan County on warrants related to theft charges. The Bosque County Sheriff's Office arrested a 39-year-old Cleburne woman Thursday, September 24th. Journey Fox was charged with possession of a controlled substance penalty group 1 under 1 gram and fraudulent use of identifying information. Authorities with the Bosque County Sheriff's Office detained a 35-year-old San Antonio man Thursday, September 24th. Thomas Aguilar was wanted on a motion to revoke court-ordered supervision on a charge of possession of a controlled substance, PG-1, under 1 gram. Dragonfly Therapy Services and Institute now offers teletherapy, as Dr. Julie Merriman is passionately making a difference. Merriman holds years of expertise, clinical practice, and ongoing instructions to students keeping the edge to solve problems in the process. For the Empowered Energy Journal, visit juliemerrimanphd.com. That's Julie, M-E-R-R-I-M-A-N-P-H-D.com. She hones in on emotional blocks with a dual focus on spiritual and practical psychology. 
Merriman also has expertise with yoga, utilizing exercise to achieve peak mental health while providing a caring and comfortable environment. She's a Charlton State and Texas Tech grad, married to a local state trooper. She has her own YouTube channel called Julie Merriman, PhD. Dragonfly provides socially distanced in-person sessions, online and group therapy services in these trying times. For more information, visit at dragonfly.therapy.services on Facebook. Don't forget to leave a like before you go. Looking at sports action from around the county last Friday. For six-man football, the Morgan Eagles won over the Eden Bulldogs 53-20. The Covington Owls eclipsed the Walnut Springs Hornets 65-43. A score like that only really means it was competitive for both teams. The Abbott Panthers won with a 45-point rule over Iredale 52-6. The Tolar Rattlers took the lead over Valley Mills 50-7 final score. And the Clifton Cubs outpaced Riesel, earning another win 36-19 last week. Other schools had the bye week. For our final story, we'll go straight to Meridian Civic Center for a report on the National Championship Barbecue Cook-Off's auction and barbecue dinner. We talked to many there about the event, which is in its 33rd year. My name's Kay Duke. I am the current manager, but in two weeks, I'm handing it over to Kennedy Newenhouse. I'm Denise Jones. I was the previous manager for a year and a half for the National Championship Barbecue Football. What are y'all here doing tonight? Uh, we're just having an auction for a local beneficiary. We don't get to have our cook-off this year mm-hmm. because of COVID, so this will be our only fundraiser. But we have to have a little bit of money to operate till next year, but we will be splitting the proceeds with Meridian Parks and Rec. We're always very appreciative of all the people who donate items, and then for the ones who come out and bid on those items. It takes both for a fundraiser to be successful. All right, and so are you all still doing scholarships this year? We will. We'll continue to do the scholarships no matter what. And that's what some of this is going to. Yes, exactly. Okay. Well, very good. The cook-off is canceled this year, but the event will continue by providing three scholarships to students. The event was put on by the NCBC and Meridian Parks and Recreation, who will also contribute some of the funds raised toward the cost of the John A. Lomax Amphitheater. Todd Clift, Paul Hardcastle, and Michael Cassidy conducted the live auction after the silent auction closed, and the crowd had their fill of the meal. Here's what Hardcastle had to say. Paul Hardcastle. Well, we're having our annual National Barbecue Cook-Off fundraiser. We had to move it due to the COVID. We had moved from the spring to this evening, here September 26th, to help with the amphitheater that we have in Meridian Park, mm-hmm. as well as funding three scholarships. We want to continue the scholarships this year. Now, we've had to, we had to cancel the barbecue yeah. at the end of October, unfortunately. Just couldn't get the required amount of judges to, to pull that off. But we're trying to stay alive with our auction and continue with the kids' scholarships and awarding a portion of tonight to a, an organization here locally. That's what it's all about. One of the premier things is the handcrafted knife of Don Griffith. He, he does that every year for us. Oh, yeah? And uh, it's, a, it's a major auction item for us. That's very cool. And here's Cassidy. 
the auctioneer that called the show with a little help from Todd Cleft. Michael Cassidy. I'm an auctioneer and they called me in to help out with the auction tonight to call the bids and help raise money for the National Championship Barbecue Cook-Off. All right, awesome. Have you done this before? I have done the National Barbecue Cook-Off auction several years. I've been in Boston County for 20 years. I've been auctioneering for 26 years. That's what I do for a living. So I do five auctions a week and help out at some of these local auctions for fundraising. Could you give us a quick example? Yeah. I've been one dot one dot 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 the first two years been involved since 1990 group of businessmen here in town started it it started out very small and to give this town something for people to come to and over the years it's grown it's you know like most things it goes up and down but i think the biggest year we had we had 214 cookers around 170 to 180 probably average it's been a real good thing for the town and it raises money for scholarships for kids in the county do a few here in meridian then the rest of them we spread throughout the county because it's in this rural area a lot of people in the counties you know help each other so they leased the property and then now they bought 36 acres and we've donated the land where the civic center is built right now Mm -hmm. to the city and then if we ever cease to exist all this property goes to the city for a park he filled us in on some history of the event as well there was a man that knew about barbecue cook-offs his name was uh, dick fletcher and he owned a business here and he was here and he's the one to be called the godfather of it. puts us on the map i guess you'd say because it is a national championship and through the years up to now you've had to win at another cook-off to be invited to cook in a place first second or third it's a beautiful area it's on the bosque river since we bought this land over the years, they, we put in public restrooms, showers, camping spots. We got 52 camping spots here. We got the Golden Cheek Warbler over here at the state park. I've been here 30 something years and I had never seen one, but they're here. Yeah. So, anyway. All in all, the event was a success with items from Cobra Tech Knives, Cake Bakers of the County, and many more contributing together to contribute to this cause. I got one last question for Lay it you. On me. What can you tell me about the barbecue over the years? The barbecue over the years. Okay, well, I've judged a little bit of it, and I've seen people cook. Most of it's really good, but every now and then when you're judging, you'll get a piece that's like, I don't know if they forgot to season it right. Most of it's excellent, but you see a lot of different cooking techniques and a lot of different cooking styles and a lot of different seasoning styles. and It's, it's been interesting. Learned a lot about cooking two things we couldn't get any judges to come we sent out invitations we need like 400 judges to judge 200 teams three categories per team you know so you need a lot of judges and uh, because you're going to eat so much chicken or ribs or or beef one of the big things here is the cleanup we get dumpsters we got we have volunteers doing everything but the cleanup normally the sheriff's department helps and Mm -hmm. they've been real good over the years well now with the corona deal they can't expose the you know any of the inmates to that mm-hmm. you know put them in danger for more information or to contribute to the scholarship fund visit at national championship barbecue cook-off on facebook to contribute to the amphitheater project contact at city of meridian texas there
And that's it for the Bosque County Blast. Join us throughout this week as we track down the news of Bosque County. We'll have some big news later this morning. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram for photos, videos, podcasts, and more. I'm Cynthia Davis. And I'm Art Devitalis. Thank you for listening.